Good morning to you all. Good morning. It's a prophetic greeting. Uh, it has nothing to do with the time that, you know, is uh, uh, in place at this time because we are all in different time zones. But good morning. It's a prophetic greeting from uh, Psalm 30, verse 5. It says, Joy, morning comes by a night. But joy comes in the morning. This is Pastor Daniel, your boy, lightweight, Church of God in Christ, Arena of Release and Breakthrough, one church, three locations. We are coming to you this hour from the city of Redland, Southern California, United States of America, and also two locations in Ghana, that, the country of Ghana with Africa that God has used lightweight church to establish as part of our missionary field assignment. We are saying that the Lord be with you this morning before we go into service. If you need any information about this location, those that are watching us from Ghana, you could go to our website, which is on the screen, lightweightchurch.com. It will, you could find any information you need concerning lightweight church of God and Christ. We're going to go into worship and praise and let the spirit of God lead, lead us in this service and that the glory of God fall mildly in, on us as we come together in fellowship. The word of the Lord said, where two or three are gathered in his name, he is in the in our midst. We call on uh, Prophet Daniel Yaboah, lightweight, Church of God in Christ, uh, Minister of Music, to lead us in praise and worship. And I encourage you all to participate with what? With your heart. You're in, absorb it in. Act like you, you're part of you know, the praise and worship. And the Spirit of God will locate you. We have different needs. But God's power has the ability to meet us at the point of our greatest needs, spiritual and physical. Daniel, lead us in praise and worship.
Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being with us, for keeping watch over our angels of the Lord that was assigned to protect us from last week up to this time, preparing us to be in the presence of the Lord, to come together in fellowship. We give God all the glory and all the honor. Have mercy over us, forgive us of our sins by the blood of Jesus. Holy Ghost power, cleanse us of all unrighteousness and position us to receive from you as the Lord gives to you to give unto us. We pray that every need, whatever need it is, the angels of the Lord, the power of the Holy Spirit, move right now in every healing need, in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, in every deliverance need, in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, Lord, you save us or our soul. Deliver us from bondage and captivity. Deliver those that you have ordained and assigned. Oh, to be part of this service from now or in the future. Deliver us from bondage and captivity. Heal us of diverse sickness, disease, and infirmity. The power of breakthrough and release by the word of God manifests every supernatural blessing, provision, supply financially. The spirit of more than enough, more than enough, be released over our lives. And we, and the end, we say, thank you, Abba Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for answer prayer. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be to the name of the Lord. I have a word for us this morning. Overcoming negative thoughts produces victory. Overcoming negative thoughts produces victory. Where victory should start from your innermost being. Victory should start from your mind. Because there is every other opposing thought that will make you feel like it's not going to happen. There's every opposing thought because if you, if you begin to assess what you want to do and put on the left and, and the right what you have and do not have to achieve a vision, a goal, or a mission, every opposing thought will speak to you otherwise that you, it cannot be done. Hallelujah. So victory should start in your innermost being. Victory should be envisioned despite all the opposing thoughts. So our message today is entitled Overcoming Negative Thoughts Produces Victory. And let's look at um, uh, Mark chapter 11, verse 23 to 26. For as surely I say to you, whosoever says, and we're going to be looking at saying, speaking to circumstances, speaking the word of God to situations that are not working out. 
speaking to negative thoughts that are speaking to our other watch and that they obey the word of God we speak and we come out victorious. It says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart but believe that those things what he says, he speaks, will be done. He will have whatever he says, whatever he speaks. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Before you pray, believe already. Already have the mindset in your spirit mind, in your innermost mind, that God has already answered that prayer. And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him that your Father in heaven may also forgive your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father in heaven Forgive your trespass. So, which means forgiveness has become the bare rock of, uh, of, of uh, the barometer, spiritual barometer that God will use to answer our prayers. Hallelujah. So, unforgiveness, if we harbor in heart, could be a stumbling block to what God wants to do in our lives. But that's a whole topic on its own. But speaking, as even the verse that I just read talks about, communicates thoughts. And the number one negative thought, we could say, is engineered, is most time shot in our mind by demonic forces. Hallelujah. These thoughts cause us to indulge in activities, plans, and goals that devil wants to achieve on earth and in other people's lives. The devil wants to what? Kill, steal, and destroy in other people's lives. And how would they achieve that? They have to inhabit a human host to use this human host to terrorize, to kill, to steal, and to destroy. John 10, 10 says, the thief does not come except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I, Jesus, have come that you might have life and that, uh, and that they may have it more abundantly. More abundantly. Which we should learn to take captive of our thoughts. Learn to take captive of your thoughts. From, right from the onset, because in our spiritual maturity, wherever level we are, we know a thought that is supporting a good cause that comes to our mind, and a thought that is leading us astray to indulge in, 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 in things that will, will, will not bring us peace, or will take our peace away, or will bring us, or will make us uh, 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 will, will lead us into sin, so to say. So we have to take captive of the thoughts that comes in our mind right from the onset. Don't let it 
linger. Don't let this start linger. Don't let this start drive you in, into what this thought is, is leading you to do before you, you catch yourself. But when you determine that this is not a thought from God, this is just from a, no other than the devil, you take captive of that thought. Hallelujah. So that we can know when the devil is speaking to our mind. If you take captive of these thoughts, you'll be able to determine and diffuse these thoughts before they even magnify, before they take control, before they take authority over your thinking and drive you to do what that thought is saying. Let's look at Philippians chapter 4 verse 8. Philippians chapter 4 verse 8. It says, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue and if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. But I want you to pay attention on how would you meditate on something? You literally have to make the effort. You literally have to push through every opposing force to repeatedly, because meditation requires a repetitive behavior, a repetitive action over and over and over and over again. And that will not come easy. You have to make the effort. If you do not control your thoughts, the devil will run with it. If you do not control your thoughts, the devil will run with it. Ah, that's powerful. Demons operate primarily in the realms of thoughts transfer. They operate primarily in the Rams of thought transfer. Could you look up your where First Chronicles chapter twenty one verse one to eight, so that I might have you read. Right. So this this scripture we're about to read is a typical example of how the devil gave King David a thought, and because he was not discerning, we need to ask God for a discerning spirit, a discerning spirit to determine when it is God and when it is not God. Because if it's not God, then it's the different force, which is uh, uh, manifested by demons and the devil himself. So, you find it? So let's look at a typical example of how King David Anointed, powerful man of God, was able to, was deceived by the devil from a thought that was not of God. Read for us. First Chronicles chapter 21, verse 1 to 8. It says, now Satan stood up against Israel. What? Satan stood up against Israel. What? Satan stood up against and Israel. And did what? 
and moved David to number Israel. Do you hear that? Go ahead. So David said to Joab and the leaders of the people, go number Israel from Beersheba to Dan and bring the number of, number of them to me that I may know it. And Joab answered, may the Lord make his people a hundred times more than they are. But my Lord King, my Lord the King, are mm -hmm. they not all my Lord's servants? Mm -hmm. When then does my Lord require this thing? Mm -hmm. Why should he become a cause of guilt in Israel? Mm -hmm. Nevertheless, the king's word prevailed against Joab. Mm -hmm. Therefore, Joab departed and went throughout all Israel mm -hmm. and came to Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. Then Joab gave the sum of the number of the people to mm -hmm. David. Mm -hmm. All Israel had one million. 100,000 men mm -hmm. who drew the sword. And Judah had 470,000 men who drew the sword. Mm -hmm. But he did not count Levi and Benjamin among them. Mm -hmm. For the king's word was abominable to Joab. Mm -hmm. And God was displeased with this thing. Therefore he struck Israel. Mm -hmm. So David said to God, I have sinned greatly because I have done this thing. But now I pray, take away the iniquity of your servant. For I have done very foolishly. Why? Oh, I have done very. So let's 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 look into this uh, scenario. Why will why would the devil do that? Because they were at war. Uh, you know. So let's say uh, David wanted to know the strength of it, of the country. When it came to war, because that his number one assignment was to lead Israel into fighting battles. So in that mindset, he was trying to assess the strength of uh, of of Israel per the army, or uh, if there was supposed to be war, what type of uh, 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 military force, human force, he will have. And, but that was just the trick of the enemy because you know what? Even if, if you have a 200 million man, you will need God's favor. And that's what the devil prevented him from understanding. Not to look at and try to humanly dwell on the, the, the numbers, but look at God. And she rely on God who has given them victory over every uh, every battle, even up to that time. So that is exactly what the devil wanted to achieve. And that is what happens to some of us. Beloved, demons seek to transfer their thoughts into the minds of human beings. Why? Because legally, legally the world has been framed for human habitation. So spirits cannot operate. Spirits cannot live in this life just as we do and operate. They need a human host or they need a living creature. So you will have heard or will come across demons in trees, demons living in the mountains, demons possessing animals, they need a living creature. No, demons do not only inhabit human beings, they inhabit other living creatures too. 
And this is why Jesus, even if God has to operate the spirit of God, move on man from the beginning. The spirit of God will move on man for them to do God's work and assignment. Because God himself cannot just come and walk over the surface of the earth and do physically what needs to be done. So he'll move into human being. Or even an angel will come as a human being to operate. This is why our dear Jesus had to be brought through parents, Mary and Joseph. The word of the Lord says, the spirit of God, what? Cons the immaculate conception. The spirit of God initiated this conception through the womb of a virgin Mary. But even before this will happen, angel was sent, Gabriel was sent to, 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 to present the word of this coming to manifestation. Even God needs us, who he created the heavens and earth and earth, needs us to represent him on this earth. And that is why Adam and Eve were created. Can you read? Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 to 28. It says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Mm -hmm. So God created man in his own image. Mm -hmm. In the image of God, mm -hmm. he created him. Mm -hmm. Male and female, he created them. Mm -hmm. Then God blessed them. Mm -hmm. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. So human is a spirit coming from God himself with a flesh. And God's purpose is that they do the work of God on it, dominion, uh, 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 and all this uh, uh, assignment, responsibility, multiply and be fruitful was God's bidding. It represented God. And what God plans, purpose, assignment for this earth was. But demons are looking for a human host to express themselves. Because they are spirit, they look for a human host to express themselves by occupying their minds. They look for a human host to express themselves by occupying their minds. And anytime Jesus wanted to cast out demons, he spoke to these demons. And one time when Jesus confronted them, uh, a, 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 a lunatic man to cast out demons that have, 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 have taken over this person's mind. The demons spoke to Jesus, but not just to cast them out in the open, but to cast them into the pigs. Why? Because they did not want to be left with a powerless. So they wanted to inhabit the pigs so that they will continue to operate. And it is the same way as the 
demons operated in the Bible that Jesus was dealing with, that is the same exact demons we are dealing with on earth today. It is not a different type of demon. The same exact demons. Jabala Makaba. We are dealing with today. And therefore, it will take the same anointing and power and in the name of Jesus to deal and to cast these demons out. Beloved, since the spirit do not die, they will be on earth until the end of this world. When Jesus comes back to second time, and there is the judgment day to judge where your last final place of destruction will be. And that is the lake of fire. The lake of fire. So until then, the demon has been without the, the, the time of creation. And they're gonna, and they've been in the Bible as it talks about, and they're gonna be dealing with us, being with us to the second coming of Jesus. And that is why you could be dealing with a demon that is a thousand years old, that is 400 years old. If you have a, 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 a spirit, a sin in it, uh, some of these examples of deliverances where a demon began to manifest and she have been around for 400 years old. I've been around for a thousand years old. As long as your family blala have been in existence, as how long some of these familiar spirits that are perpetrated cases that we have to deal with, bind, cast out into the pits of hell. It's how long they've been around. Could you read Matthew chapter 8 verse 28 to 34? Matthew chapter 8 verse 28 to 34. You can read from here. I have it right here. When he had come to the other side, to the country of the Jerzenes, Jerzenes, there met him two demon possessed men coming out of the tombs, exceedingly fierce so that no one could pass that way. And suddenly they cried out saying, what have we to do with you? Jesus, you son of God, have you come here to torment us before the time? Now, a good way off from them, there was a herd of many swine feeding. So the demons begged him saying, if you cast us out, permit us to go away in the herd of swine. He said to them, go. So when they had come out, they went into the herd of swine. And suddenly, the whole herd of swine ran violently down the steep place into the sea and perished in the water. Mm. Then those who kept them fled, and they mm. went into the city and told everything, including what had happened to the demon-possessed men. And behold, the whole city came out to meet Jesus. And when they saw him, they begged him to depart from their region. Depart from our region. But you see how human beings are. They were more concerned about possession than these people being set free. Why? The demons entered the pigs and drove the pigs into the water. So 
the owners of the pig lost them. So they, they were concerned about the economic loss inside of the souls that were saved. That if Jesus stayed in that city for a longer period of time, more demons would have been cast out of people and many people would have been saved. They didn't want that. But Jesus' battle with the devil was happening in the realms of thought. As we all know, when, when Jesus was baptized by John the Baptist, the heavenlies opened up and declared who Jesus was. He said, this is my beloved son in whom I was well placed, announcing who Jesus was, beginning his ministry. Immediately, the word of God said, he was confronted by Satan. He was, he was battling in his start. Satan attacked him in his start to derail his purpose and his assignment. But throughout all that process, we hear Jesus speaking the word of God. It is written. He spoke at the devil. Speaking at the devil has power. The word of God has power to grant us what? Victory. Beloved, we're going to end here because for the sake of time. And uh, we ask Prophet Daniel to share a little bit of his experience this morning. Because I caught up in the ranks of the spirit. That the devil was messing with him to prevent him from singing. And so, I, I, you know, I shall out for him to get himself together. But why? It's because we needed an example for this message. Why did you, uh, you, uh, you were in, in, in your studio preparing singing until I spoke to you about some stuff that you need to fix? And all of a sudden, there's prayer for you to sing and praise and worship departed. Now you do not have anything to, any song to sing. But as we tired and patient with you, you sang beautifully. What was going on? I think it was really this morning, especially when I woke up, I didn't really feel it. But I remember listening to Prophet Egypt. He was talking about his five nights of glory and how God will move when you don't want to move. Yeah. And especially during in the scripture with the disciples, where it says the spirit is willing, but the flesh is willing. So, and 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 in that sense, the flesh is listening to these negative thoughts, and that's that is what is weighing the flesh down from listening to what thou says, the word of God, and begin to move in that. That's powerful. God bless you this hour. I speak over your life. I speak the word of God, the word of deliverance, that the power of the Holy Spirit deliver your mind, deliver your conscience, your heart from any negative thoughts that the devil demons are shooting in your mind to derail you from your purpose and assignment, to lead you into places of destruction. Let the power of the Holy Ghost give you strength and ability to take captive of these thoughts, the grace to take captive of these thoughts right from the unshare, that you might be victorious in everything you do. 
that you might be victorious over the opposition forces that have been set to stop you from achieving what God wants you to do. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed. Beloved, I pray this hour that the Holy Ghost power cover your mind. Every spirit of lunacy, every mental health spirit, every mental health demon be destroyed over your mind. Shook your minds in the blood of Jesus, that the power of the Holy Spirit grant you peace, calmness, and tranquility. In Jesus' name I pray. But if I will pray in the name of Jesus and talk about the power that worketh in the name of Jesus, who is Jesus to you? Many will have all type of answers, but the what Jesus wants to do in your life is to be close to you. Is to dwell in your heart. I know it's not many people have a misunderstanding of what the name Jesus represents and means. If it's the first time you're hearing us speak, but the number one plan of Jesus for you is that you are saved from eternal damnation. You heard me say the lake of fire. Jesus wants to live in your heart. Jesus' desire is that you get saved and live a, a righteous life so that you might inherit heaven. So that when you die, you will not end up in the lake of fire. It's appointed for man to die and there's judgment after death. And the number one question you're going to be asked is what did you do with the name Jesus? What did you do with the name of Jesus? You say, I've never heard of the name Jesus. It is an opportune grace time for you to accept Jesus, making a decision that I don't want my soul and my spirit to be condemned because there's life after death. So your answers to what you did with the name Jesus would determine your final place of rest. Even if you are to live 200 years and die, or if you live to the second coming of Jesus, his second coming is to come and take with him those that were saved and live in righteousness and the blood and by the power of the Holy Spirit, by grace, to be with the Father in heaven. So the goats shall be separated from the sheep in this parable. And the goats will end up in, the, in hell with the devil and the sheep will be in heaven. Beloved, I want you to repeat this prayer after me. Most of us too have not... Uh, have, uh, so to say, work away from their, their, their salvation. If you want to rededicate your life back, you have abandoned your work with the Lord and you have gone about doing your own thing. And if you want to come back to Christ, I want you to repeat this prayer after me. Dear Jesus, 
I thank you for that on the cross to save me from my sins. I believe that you are the son of God. Thank you for forgiving me of my sins. I believe that you are the son of God. I invite you in my heart to be my Lord and personal savior. And I will serve you, dear Jesus, for the rest of my life. If you repeated this prayer anytime as you watch this service now or in the future, whenever this you run into this broadcast, this session, I declare you safe. If you repeated this prayer, believing, if you are saying it for the first time now, or you said it a thousand times, but this time you believed in this prayer, I declare you saved. Multitude of angels are rejoicing for your salvation. I want you to send us an email. Our information is on the, on the screen. Send us an email. Let us know you are saved. And if you need any materials to help you with, in your salvation, and we will support you with that. God be with you this hour. Now your name has been written in the Lamb's Book of Life. The Lamb's Book of Life is a book in heaven that God records all those that come to him through Jesus uh, uh, for salvation. And that is exactly what you have done today. So your name has been recorded in that book. And that is a book that God the Father will use, or Jesus will use to determine who joins him in heaven and who goes to the lake of fire to join Satan and his demons that he assigned and used to terrorize, to kill, steal, and destroy in this world. We also solicit for your partnership. It's a two-way partnership that you support Lightweight Church of God in Christ. Lightweight Church of God in Christ is a vision. And it's not for Pastor Daniel Ebor and his family. It's God's vision to go into the world wherever the Spirit of God assigns us to heal the sick, deliver the bondage and the captive, save souls and bless many that are in need. And that is the vision your finances is supporting. That wherever a soul is saved, he'll deliver. Through even if we were our, our, our the cost that we, we, we have to incur to put this broadcast together to, to stand across the world. If you are supporting Lightweight Church of God in Christ in this mission for through your financial contribution, whatever blessing comes out, Whenever a soul is saved as this broadcast is able to save them by the power of the Holy Spirit, you also experience blessing in every area of your life. You say, how is God going to bless me? The Spirit of God is all-knowing, omniscient, omnipresent, omnipotent knows exactly what you need, knows how your number one greatest need that you need help with, that no man could help you. And these are the type of needs that the power of God touches in our circumstance situation to bring us peace and resolve. 
the blessing, said, the blessing of the Lord make us rich and add no sorrow. Rich in your finances, rich in your soul. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper, man, prosperity, and be in good health, soul, spirit, mind, everything intact. Even, even as your soul prospers. In being good health, meaning void of sickness, disease, and infirmity, that will prevent you from enjoying your, 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 your blessing. And your soul means peace over your mind. All round blessing, I should give. Let the Spirit of God lay an amount on your heart and put a need on it. A seed is called a seed faith. Believe God to meet you at the point of a need. Put a need on your seed and ask the Spirit of God to give you an amount that will be sacrificial because it's equal sacrifice not equal giving. And as I always say, we would like to use the widow's mind. The widow's mind became an example because he sacrificed, she sacrificed all that she had. So if you, if, if you give a penny and you have $10, that's not equal sacrifice. It, so God requires equal sacrifice not equal giving because we all are at different levels of blessing and we all have plethora of needs no matter how rich you are that the spirit of God could meet you at the point of that need you might be rich as, as Solomon now but you have no peace that's anything you're dealing with you need peace and this is why these millionaires actors kill themselves, commit suicide. I pray that the power of God meets you at the point of your needs in the area of peace as the Spirit of God is ministering unto me now. That many people's peace have been taken away. They are struggling in their, in their mind. I should give the lost power meets you at the point of your greatest need of peace, calmness, and tranquility. Cover your mind in the blood of Jesus. Cover your spirit, your soul, your entire body. Psalm 107, verse 19 to 20 says, You save us from our destruction and you send your way to heal us of our sickness, disease, and infirmity. God bless you. God be with you. If you are giving uh, financially, our uh, information is on the screen how to give, where to give. It's right on the screen. Dollar sign, lightweight churches. Text to give 833-901-2082. Or uh, you could email us lightweightchurches at gmail.com. Or you can go on our website and select any of these methods of giving, lightweightchurch.com. And God will bless you at the point of your greatest need. We also have prayer during the week, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday online. The word of the Lord Jesus said, My father's house shall be a house of prayer. We meet 9 a.m. Pacific time. And that is California, Southern California time, 9 a.m. So if you want to be online, 
and be part of this prayer altar online, the number to dial in is 515-603-5632, 515-603-5632. You could Google your, your time, zone, and uh, uh, for 9 a.m. California time. What time or my time is 9 a.m. Southern California time? And it's going to give you the exact time to come on and pray. And God is waiting for you to meet you at the point of your spiritual and physical needs. God be with you. I have a free book to download. I should give. Go to our website and download the ebook claiming victory over your giants. It is our our dearest gift unto you for your sacrificial giving. Remember, you are giving us a sacrifice to worship God. Your giving is a sacrifice. You are using as a means to worship God. Say, thank you, Abba Father, for all you have done in my life. And bless me more. God be with you. You have been able to swear. God be with you guys this week. May he use you as he used me. In your situations, be blessed. Bye-bye.